2: in birds it's called displacement activity you'll see a bird in the wild going back and forth and back and forth plucking his own wing in which is a way of displacing what it really wants to do which is start a mating thing but they but they but can't how do, do you it you know this <laughs>
0: Hi, I'm Rachel Bellow. And I'm Suzanne Mution, and you're listening to The Big Payoff Podcast. So today we're talking about the biggest lie that women tell themselves. And the lie is that we don't have enough
2: time to do what we want to do, wh- whatever that might be. And you you promote this lie all day long. First of all, you promote it to your spouse. It's like, oh, really? When <laughs> am I going to have time for that? Like In that I, voice. Like I have a minute to spare for myself. Or you tell your friends, oh, no, I didn't read that. You know, I'm working 65 hours a week and I, I just don't have time to read. I, I wish I could. Right, That's always what follows. I, I would love to, but... I'd love to. Or you tell your doctor, sleep? How much sleep? Are you Are you kidding? Right. Like I have time for sleep. So today we're going to
0: burst the bubble on that whole idea. The whole I'm too busy
2: bubble needs to stop. Suzanne, you... Are the greatest offender of this? Oh, I thought
0: you say I am the bubble popper. No, just uh, the opposite. You-, you
2: are the greatest. First of all. If I recall, one of the folders you keep, you know, in your Manila folders you uh-huh. keep in your purse says, "I am, I am very busy." Well, that's ironic. I, no, but actually, you know, that <laughs> your mantra in your life, and oh my God, when we had our company, it was constant. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. You would have everyone come into meeting after meeting after meeting. Is like the goal of this meeting is to find me <laughs> ten extra minutes because I don't have ten minutes in my life. It was, which constant. was true but it that's the point it feels true, it felt true and then the narrative becomes that and then and everybody knew that that can't possibly be true we know it's not true for any of you it's let me in
0: defense of myself say it was a life where i walked in the door at work and was handed a schedule that had every single block
2: full. But but Suzanne, that was a choice. That's the point. What it always comes down to, it may actually be your experience of your day that from the moment you wake up until the moment you go to bed, you are in a series of unending commitment, overlapping commitments. Yeah. That's your choice. You are saying yes to that in an actual daily way. So don't pretend that was done to you. And so when you say you don't have time for whatever it is that you really value, like my story to myself is, I don't have time to write. That is your story. It is. I'm desperate to write. I want to write. I'm desperate. Oh, that's so true. There was a moment when
0: we were really committed to having a blog. Yeah. And you loved being able to do it. But you're right. That was the mantra. You know what my symbol is of not having time? What? That... I wear my work shoes. You know this. I wear my I heels. This is one of the
2: weirdest things about you, and that's saying a lot.
0: <laughs> I wear my heels, and every day, more or less, I'm in four-inch heels or higher, until the moment
2: that I go to bed. Until she, the She moment. comes home, and she cooks in them. Yes. she. I'm telling yeah. you, it is an amazing... Yeah. This is an amazingly yeah. weird thing, and we need to look into that, <laughs> just not on this show, <laughs> because actually, I want to get back to the question mm. of... If you're telling yourself, as I do, that you don't have time for writing when you know you do, I do have time for writing. I can make time for writing. Freaking, you know, prof- novelists do it who have full-time jobs. Of course. Poets, you know, like Wallace Stevens, who worked full-time at an insurance agency, made time to write poetry. So don't, Rachel, tell yourself that. So the question is, why am I doing that? And that, I think, is the conversation we want to have next with our media queen. Well, she's the queen of financial entertainment. This is Michelle Smith. You've heard her on our show before. The reason we really want to talk to Michelle about this is that, you know, the the whole question of avoiding... Something that is radioactive to you, and then telling yourself a story that it 's actually not about you that it, you know it's being done to you, is at the heart of our relationship to money, and so she really knows that whole phenomenon and that 's really what we 're talking about here is, a, is, a, is massive avoidance and then the cover up of the avoidance with some fancy narrative that you make everybody believe so we 'll be back with Michelle Smith after the break.
1: For the two of us. Midtime to stop, listen for our signs. Not enough time for all that I want for you. Not enough time for every game, every touch, all the night. It's you. It's time for Michelle,
0: welcome back.
3: Thank you. Love being here with you, too.
0: Really? Isn't it just a love fest? It's
3: ridiculous. It's like an immediate, yay.
0: How did that happen?
3: Karma. Karma, right? Yeah. And chemistry. Was supposed to happen. Mm -hmm.
0: It was definitely one of those moments where there was something, and this is, for me, was my experience because I wasn't in the studio. I heard your voice. Yep. And it felt to me so familiar and comforting Mm -hmm. and yet I knew you were a badass. (laughs) There was nothing soft. No. (laughs) Right?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, So Michelle we're so glad you're on because today we're talking about something that I know the three of us feel strongly about which is this mantra that people have this false perception
2: especially among women that they just don't have time. It's both a perception and a story. I think it's important that we, we believe the story, but we're telling the story
3: and then we believe it.
0: So what, yeah, I want to hear Well, certain... we're
3: convincing ourselves of the story, but what women are great at is we set up how we're going to convince other people as well. Oh, yes. absolutely. Women are great at this. We, if think about like a breakup, all of a sudden he's the worst guy ever. And yeah. you have convinced everybody now that he was a shit. But during the relationship, he was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fascinating true. to me, right? It's like when people die, all of a sudden there is a shrine. Yeah. Right? They could have been the worst father, the worst husband. Oh. But now there's candles and harps. Well, w- right? and whenever
2: I see that, I know there's a rotten, there is a rotten corpse underneath. Like, What are you covering up? So the fact, I- I- if that's true, and you know... We really started to think about this when Laura Vanderkam, who's a time management expert, wrote this very provocative article in the New York Times in March. Um, it was just a total showstopper, which is basically saying, women, stop telling yourself that you don't have time. There is plenty of time to do what you care about.
3: Yes, there is. So, okay, grab a pen or grab a mental pen for a minute, Okay. So here's, I, I like to put life in numbers, right? Life in, in numbers. It's fun, it's real. It's 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 an easy way to digest math. And I think that also as people, not just women, if we make something bigger than it is and say, "Oh, by the end of the year, right. I want to do these ten things," it you never have it, it, it never like, You're going to shove it off to August, and so, so I'm all about. What's right in front of you? Right. And this is also why financial goals fail, because they're not like you can't touch them. It's if like you're waking. saying retirement. It's this like vague word. And in your twenties, like, give me a break. That's right. fifty years away. Like you could be dead. So to me, where are you right now? Okay, so let's look at a week. We know one thing. 168 hours in the week. Fact. Write down one six eight. it, We all have it. No matter who you are.
2: I'm I'm literally writing it down.
3: Let's even give ourselves seven hours of sleep a night. Okay. That's 49 hours gets taken away from the 168 we have. We got 119 left. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's say you actually do work eight hours a day, five days a week. Take away another 40. Okay. That leaves 79 hours a week, which is 47%. Of the 168 hours we have. Wow. Hello. So of of time, you're saying unclaimed time. Unclaimed time. So think about this, right? And you know that I'm all about picking your two to four things, whether it's a budget. Two to four things should be untouchable. That you want to spend 100 cents on the dollar so that you don't feel restricted, right? Because budgets feel like diets. Time feels like diet. Everything is like this starvation. I don't. I don't have enough. I, right? So I challenge you to think of two things you wish you had time for. Two things. What two things do you wish? You, you said writing. Writing. What's the second?
2: Um, don't overthink walking it. Walking on the river. Walking okay. outside. Suzanne, reading more
0: books by choice, not things I feel like I have to read, but want to read and playing my guitar.
3: You have 79 hours a week to spend. That is so unbelievable. So so. I
2: feel like denying it. And yet I was going to, so
0: that is exactly what I was doing. So I was about to say to Michelle, well, okay, let's take, this is my, this is my being defensive mothers have to dedicate some of those times to their children so Great. can we not make some time
3: for you, that there's a have do list there's okay. no okay. question about the have to list
2: okay so let what how, do you have to well do? there is showering there is there is um food preparation if you have a family eating perhaps yeah. so can we let's just okay a, i mean come on that's like but two hours a day Let's still
0: take two hours a day.
3: 14 from 79. Two hours a day. day. I don't really. Oh, okay. Three hours. Well, you have to take your heels off, apparently.
0: (laughs) Or I don't, so thereby saving myself.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
2: the 10 yes. minutes there we go for me and and I know this before the internet like now I spend I swear to the Lord I spend a good two to three hours a day lost in some rabbit hole online where oh, I start I looking that. for someone then and then I go oh but well, wait and wait what's that business he now I could dress it up and call it research I could call it's just me very deliberately, quote, wasting time. So why am I doing that? Why am I... Why are you doing that? I'm doing it because writing is very hard. It puts me in an encounter with myself that is very challenging. I have to face my inner critic. I have to face all those voices that say this is derivative or whatever those voices tell me that try to stop me from writing because it's a creative risk. And I'd rather... Make the excuse that I don't have time, then encounter the difficulty of doing it.
3: Yeah, that's exactly. Right, it's one of it's the spin cycle, and you do get lost. So you get to choose to reallocate those three hours. Mm.
2: So I I think if we follow the bouncing ball, Michelle, that you got started here, it is what asking yourself the question: what you don't have time for. Yes. Stripping the lie off that and saying, "Why don't? Why are you really
3: not not and making time?" And if you have sixty-five hours a week, oh man! <laughs> Do you remember Sarah Jessica Parker actually ended up starring in the movie? Remember the book? I just don't know how she does. Yes. yes. Oh okay. so yeah. So here's my story. I had plenty of time and was completely unfrazzled by my life until I read that book. <laughs>
1: Why? Why?
3: This is profound. I read the book and thought I should be more frazzled. Oh. And I'm not kidding. On my son's life, the moment I finished that book, I had less time and was more frazzled. There is a mental piece to this that everybody needs to listen to here. I had no time and stress after that book, because what I said to myself as I was reading it was, why am I not stressed? Mm-hmm. Why? Oh. And so I set up a contract and I think this is very endemic where we are, women are constantly judging against oh, other yes. benchmarks. Yes. Am I as thin as her? Am I as pretty? Is this, that? Is it? A- we we live in such that world of comparison that's so dangerous on so many levels. But I think that we may also feel oddly guilty if we aren't stressed and if we do have time. Well, there is
2: a badge, Michelle. I think you're putting your putting the, your finger on something really important. There's a social badge to of saying. A me- you get a medal for saying i have no time that's a that is a humble brag well it's
3: it's a shield yeah you get to not do a lot of things yep. and you get to get out of things that and you, you really- should be doing and right. like how many how f- this is a great example too how much time do you spend going back to say no to something you said yes to because you didn't want to do it in the first place uh, i was can i tell you oh. something the unraveling Of getting out of what you committed to takes, first of all, 100% guilt, stress. Oh, my God. Your whole day is now constructed for 24 hours before. How am I going to get out of what I said yes to? You've now lost a day. Subtract 24 from 65. (laughs) Boom. I gave you a day back. Hello. So aren't we talking
2: about beginning this process with claiming the real truth underneath yes. why you don't have time that's how it always begins is when you say i don't have time it is 99% of the time not true so time. don't just stop literally time time not true so so go back to the math right but so right so then you
3: 65 hours okay. a week
2: so let's acknowledge it but but michelle there's a step then that goes okay well if it's not true why am I sticking to that story with such white-knuckle, you know, intensity? It's shameful for me to claim that I'm scared of writing, and so I'd rather say I don't have time. It's just more noble. Saying you don't have time is a very noble excuse. There's another re- So then the question becomes, Michelle, once you acknowledge, oh, that's the real reason, Then then what? I mean, you know, how does change
3: actually happen? Well, again, how many times have I said on this show, if you're going to immediately try to replace the old behavior with a new behavior, that's a construct for failing. You don't know the new behavior yet sometimes. Just stop the old one. So for me, what I've gotten much better at is dealing with the no immediately. If I know I'm going to try to get out of it, I shouldn't commit to it. It's just changing Claim your that no immediately. Claim this is so no. for you, Rachel. Claim I your know. No. This is so for Rachel. And you don't need you don't need a you don't need a narrative. Nope. To say why I you, won't be going, I won't. I won't how be. about I have a conflict? Yeah, that's real. You yeah. do have a conflict with, with your yourself. writing, right?
2: Exactly. With your you priorities, don't need your to, own. Yep. We,
3: women, you, how many more words do we use than men? Like, okay, I can't do it. Then when I get that free space,
2: how do I tear myself away from Googling some bullshit and actually Just notice facing notice page? Just yeah, notice, notice it. it. Just stop. Yeah, notice Just it. Just
3: stop. Don't even necessarily make R- the jump exactly. to writing. Just stop Just doing go, that. Oh, there I go
2: in birds it's called displacement activity you'll see a bird in the wild going back and forth and back and forth plucking his own wing in which is a way of displacing what it really wants to do which is start a mating thing but they but they but can't how do, do it you know this <laughs> how biology do you know class this? i don't know but this is a displace my google stuff is a displacement activity yes. i do it willing to displace an emotion that i can't really do anything with or feel i can't that's Feel deep. You can't. That is deep. Okay.
0: So let's take a short break and when we come back we'll we'll wrap up. Because as with all shows with Michelle, sometimes I need a moment. Yeah. Let's <laughs> just take a moment. We'll we'll be right back. Okay, ladies, I think as we end the show, we need to look each other in the eye. We're all in the studio together and make some commitments about things that we will make time
2: for. Wait, should they? I, they'll be just commitments related to stopping this narrative. Okay. So my, here's my commitment. I'm not going to commit to writing a certain amount every day or every week because it isn't going to happen. And then I'll disappoint myself. Then I'll be back at the narrative. My Commitment is the next time I find myself down a rabbit hole in my computer looking at some stupid, you know, whatever it is, story, investigation, I will stop that and sit there and be conscious of the fact that I am willfully wasting, literally wasting time in order not to do something else and just sit with that. That's my commitment. Sit with it. Okay. I like
0: that. That's good for you. All right. My commitment is the next time I know that I have a chunk of time, which for me typically feels like two hours or more that are unscheduled, as opposed to going right to my to-do list, because that's what I would typically do is just start knocking things off because that makes me feel better. I'm going to stop that and ask myself, what do I want to do with these two hours rather than what do I feel I have to do? That's and just
2: great one
0: find you, out Suzanne. if I can get to that answer before I start diving
3: into my tasks. So for me, it's a little different. Um, I'm going to commit to continuing to pay attention to my energy when I overcommit or feel inclined or that I should say yes to things, whether it's a client that has an emergency or a friend that has to see me or I'm paying attention to what am I saying yes to that's causing me angst so I can just stop right there.
2: Oh, can I take your commitment? I like that one better. That is a good one, That's a good one. You can do both. That's a really good one.
3: Of course, because our bodies kind of talk exactly. to us before they should actually be more informative than our brain. We feel things before we think them, yeah. and then we think our way out of feeling. And so, to me, it's all about what's going on in my energy right now, and that informs me oh, this is a disconnect.
2: And with that, a mic drop. We'll see you next week. If you like what you heard, you can find us at bigpayoffradio.com, on iTunes, on the ACAST app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters.